the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. This is Nick Krita, your host. I'm very happy to be with you today and happy to introduce to you my guest, Jorge Leonardo Munoz Larondo. Very good. Very good, Nick. I'm very happy that you could make a bit of time Thank to you. come with us and to share your work with Jesus. Thank you for the invitation. Happy to be here. It's wonderful to talk to people who are walking in the footsteps of Jesus happily and have a background. Not always experience maybe God. And I'm, I'm looking forward to share your story. But before we going into this, would you be able to share with us what's your position right now? What are you doing? Yes, thank you. First, I am a minister and uh, for, that's foremost the, the the main role that i that i have um the role that i am currently serving uh, i'm currently serving as the president of the seventh day adventist church in australia and um, that encompasses the entire country tasmania and the islands um that belong to this great country of ours so that's that's my current role and I can see that you are not born in Australia. <laughs> no, I wasn't born here. What's your background? I was born in uh, South America. I was born in Chile. And so I speak Spanish, which we say is the language of heaven. <laughs> and um, I grew up there. I, I grew up in a Christian family. And um, my parents brought us into uh, the knowledge of Christ and from a very early age, I wanted to serve God. I, I wanted to, to become a pastor. Uh, but we were told by, by, my, by my father at that time that if you wanted to do something like that, first you had to get a degree. And um, you had to go to university and, and get a degree. So when the time came, I, I went to university to study engineering and um, it was in the course of time later on that a friend of mine uh, was getting married here in Australia and he suggested to come because he wanted me to be the, the first man uh, at his wedding. And so I came over here and um, I met my wife and here I am, never went back. The wedding still continues? The, the, the honeymoon is still on. <laughs> As you pastor and uh, you are able to talk to people, preach to people, to teach people, which is a good thing. And each one of us, we are called by God to be ministers, to spread the good news Definitely. to all the people around. But each one of us has a story. Where we started, uh, how did we come to know God personally? Would you be able to share with us when did you encounter that personal relationship with Jesus? Sure. As I said earlier, I grew up in a Christian environment, and we were taught um, the, the fundamentals of loving Christ as our Lord and Savior. Uh, when I was young, my parents split up, and uh, I continued growing in, in, a, in a Christian home. My mom took us to church, and my mom invested in, in us knowing uh, about Christ. And I've always say that my um, 
encounter with Jesus was not like the encounter of the Apostle Paul, uh, that he was on his way to, to a particular place and God appears. Mine was not as drastic as that. I, I compare it to a book. And so in the early pages of the book, the book has an outline of the story. And as you progress through the book, bit by bit, there is more detail added to the story. So in the early pages, you have this picture in black and white, and you see the outline, and then you see more detail and more detail. And there is a point in time, I think it was in my teenage years, where um, the, the, the picture book now, it's in color. And, and the more you go into the story, the more the story takes on a different dimension until you move into a 3D picture. And um, it, it has grown like that. So the time for me came, I guess, at university um, when I was away from home. I was studying away from home, and there were some interesting times politically in my country. And I, I was really torn between what the scripture was saying, I was torn with the political dimension of what was taking place, and also what was I, I was going through. And um, I had to make a decision. And I, I think that at that point in time, the picture book put me in a, in a corner, and I had to decide what I was going to do. And um, I took the decision that I wanted God first, and uh, I moved back to my hometown. I enrolled in the university there, and from that moment onward, things did change spiritually for me. Mm. God became far more real. I opened my life even more to him, and the picture book took on a different dimension. And as we look back, I see that the book continues, and it's just a wonderful experience. Uh, every time we discover new dimensions, every time there is new new chapters to that book, and uh, it's just a daily, it's a daily journey with, with God. And that's very important because uh, uh, our relationship with God is meant to grow. Uh, I really like that point. Now, also you mentioned that uh, you study before theology, you study something else. Is that right? Yeah, I, I went to university and I did uh, five and a half years of engineering. And um, while I never graduated from it, um, most of my, my years away from home were on, uh, on just doing engineering. Before I came over here, I had the possibility to do theology, which was my first love, and um, I never looked back. So it was just a wonderful blessing for me. The reason I ask that question is because many times you find around people who will um, consider a relationship with God uh, in regard to what they're doing daily, you know, sure. and uh, sometimes that can uh, affect our quality in our relationship with God. And many of us probably will, uh, will do our personal things first and come to God as we need. But what I would like to really uh, focus 
on this section today is about how we grow and how we consider to give the priority in regard of time and uh, uh, whatever else is in our life to God. Because that, that means that we have a growing relationship with Jesus. What would you like to share with us and with our listeners and viewers in regard to this? I think for me, the, the thing that has helped me the most is the Word of God. Um, I, I'm, I'm passionate about finding things in the Word of God that will help me grow with Christ, with God, with my, my personal daily movement as a disciple and as a follower of God. So the Word of God to me is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, weapon that we, we have in order to do that, and yet we do not use it to our advantage. I feel that sometimes we spend far too much looking for things in order to defend our faith rather than in growing our faith. And to me that is quite... Um, important because you need to give an account of your faith but probably the best account that you can give is a growing faith rather mm. than defending what you what you stand for when people see that you have a relationship with Christ um, they know that you've spent some time with Christ they know that you've been with Christ as the Bible says when they saw the disciple disciples, they knew that they had spent time with Christ. And probably that is the best argument for your faith. And so, to me, the Word of God is very precious. I invest enough time, and um, possible that is, <laughs> but it, 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 is, it, it needs to be targeted, it needs to be focused, it needs to be intentional daily in order to grow in order to make sure that I get the goodies that come out of, of the Word of God. And the other side, of course, is, is prayer. Prayer is just an integral part of growing as a Christian, uh, Christian believer. Those two are weapons that will never, will never fail anyone in their daily walk with God. Thank you for uh, mentioning about prayer because... Um in these days we live, uh, it's, you know, time seems like to be just um, running away. The more gadgets we have, seems like the less time available we have. And I, um, I would like to just, uh, if you don't mind, to share a bit along that line about prayer and the necessity and importance of prayer in our life. Myself, I uh, recently enjoy being part of a group and spending quality time in the upper room, preparing ourselves for uh, receiving more information from God. One of the key elements for me um, when it comes to prayer is that I need to have a network of support. And so there is a time when you spend prayer in prayer on your own, um, and you open your heart to God. <clears throat> One of the things that normally happens is that we tend to talk to God far too much. But it is important to listen to what he has to say to us. And in positions of, of or roles of leadership, it is crucial that we may 
stop and pause and hear the word of God. So for me to do that daily is, is vital. I, I wake up quite early and uh, I do my prayer times very, very early. And not necessarily because I want to do them that early, but it's just the nature. And then the second side of things is that it is important to have a network of people that will pray with you and for those things that you have heard from God. There are some some uh, interesting things that we need to pray for, uh, that God places in our hearts, and and God says, "Okay, we'll we'll go in that particular way." And um, you need that network, and then you invite extra people to to pray. I do have a very dear special group of people that. I um, I turn to when it comes to praying for particular particular things that that God is placing in our hearts. But my prayers for for growing for 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 me to connect with God are done in private, of course, very very early in the day. Mm. Yes, and I can see the um, uh, as you pointed out the benefits of. Um, coming together to connect with one another. And I'm looking to that example in the Bible when the disciples, being so different from one another, they came together in the upper room and uh, not that they uh, totally changed and they became, they cloned, so, became cloned, you know, yes. but they had the same direction. They have a goal in it, their life. Interestingly, that my, my group, my prayer group, it is it is not in the same city they they do not reside in the same city in fact there is some members of the prayer group that are not even in this country but they are people that have committed to pray with me for particular issues and i know that we we do pray for one another and we do pray for the issues that um we share in in um in, in our journey with God. And so it's true, it is important to come together, and, and we do come together as, as colleagues and as, as, as uh, ministers, but there is a very dear special group that I have that pray specifically for the kind of things that we are listening uh, in terms of what God wants us to do and move forward in different areas challenges and projects and different initiatives and that brings another dimension of this concept of being together you know Definitely. not necessarily to be in the same place but to be focused on the same correct direction yeah that's wonderful Thank you very much, um, Pastor George, for um, being able to come with us and uh, share with us a little bit of your uh, story. I'm pretty sure that you you can uh, share so many stories and and you know how God uh, led you, you know. And but it's wonderful to have you, and I wish you God's blessings Thank as you. you are caring about the Second Adventist Church. Um, in Australia and in the surroundings, as you mentioned earlier. God may bless you Thank and you. be with you and your family. And uh, we'll see you maybe another time. Thank you so much, Nick. And uh, once again... Uh, I would like to uh, say thank you to, to you and to all the listeners and the viewers and, uh, and request that they may continue praying so that God may continue revealing himself in this 
wonderful country of ours. Amen. God bless. God bless. Thank you very much for being with us uh, today. And uh, until next time, I'll invite you to keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus. I want to uh, just take the, this moment now just to do one of my own songs before I close. And uh, this is from my first album. It's called He Always Provides. More than all the financial needs that we've ever had to have to keep us going, God is, I feel like a little fat baby being fed. And uh, doing this is an absolute privilege and a pleasure. Uh, it's a blessing for our family, for their own Christian growth. You don't know how much it means to have you here and to be able to share as a family with them. And uh, so we are, we are really blessed and fed. And uh, that's what this song's about. Yeah, he always provides, uh, even when times get hard and uh, sometimes uh, you, know, you don't know where the next sense is going to come from. God's there and uh, he, has, he, has a, he has a way of providing as he did for us when we've traveled even in America. And so here's the song. He always provides. When times get rough and sometimes hard It's good to see a smile upon your face When there seem to be no answers God gave them, though not right away And when we were down to our last say We never make ends meet I claimed each promise I trusted him He always saw us through He always provides In faith he will guide Like gold His hand purifies We're living in the last days One day we all must give an account The truth comes to everyone Knows each and every heart He always provides His love never fails Like gold that is tried His hand us in trials that we cannot seem to bear. He wants to guide us each step of the way so that I can reflect Him always. I'll behold His cross of glory. He's gained the victory for
Let's count our blessings as we look out there and see all your faces and, and your smiling faces and the family that God has united us together in, in this church. We want to sing this song, count your blessings, name them one by one. This is us going along in our troopy, okay? You know how they bounce along? And uh, here we are, all the kids, ready to go. Count your blessings. Count your blessings. Name them one by one Count your many blessings See what God has done When upon life's billows You are tempest-tossed When you feel discouraged Thinking all is lost Count your many blessings Name them one by one Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy you are called to bear? Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly And you will be singing as the days go by Count your blessings, name them one by one Count your many blessings, see what God has done When you look at others with their lands and gold Christ has promised you a wealth untold Count your many blessings money cannot buy Your reward in heaven and your home on high Count your blessings, name them one by one 
blessings, see what God has done. Okay, we can count our blessings, can't we? Thank you, Lord, for the rain, even though we're getting flooded out. But uh, it's beautiful. We need it. Thank you, Jesus. And each of you, think of something today to thank the Lord for. The wonderful Sabbath day. Thank you, my brother. I'm counting my blessings. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Okay, Sparrow, sing it. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. See what God has done. Are you getting the words? Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Let's sing it together, shall we? Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Yeehaw!